You're listening to the Energy Policy Podcast, a production of the Center for the New Energy Economy at Colorado State University. I'm your host, Tom Plant. And I'm your co-host, Jeff Link. And this week, we're going to talk a little bit about the Clean Energy Legislator Academy that uh, the Center has been putting on this summer. We had our first session of the first Clean Energy Legislator Academy in July. Yeah, this is a brand new program at the Center. Um, we should talk about why we're doing it, Tom. Why are we bringing legislators all the way up into the mountains of Colorado to talk about clean energy policy for four days? Well, first of all, because it's thin air. <laughs> right, thin air. <laughs> and uh, people are, are more receptive in thin air. Um, now, the, the, you know, it's a, it's a great question because legislators, uh, you know, deal with an awful lot of issues. Uh, during the session, they'll deal with everything from health care to police and fire, pension funds to things like energy policy. And, you know, sometimes it takes just kind of getting away and getting together with other colleagues that are that are, uh, you know, dealing with energy issues um, and and having a real focused conversation around, you know, first of all, what's happening in the energy sector, because it's changing so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what other states are looking at in terms of policy innovations. I think that can be really valuable for legislators. And what we found in our first session was that that actually, uh, that actually was the case. People were very appreciative of the opportunity to really dive deep into these issues. Yeah, and we should, we should make clear, maybe not everyone that's listening knows, that, that comes from the heart because you were a legislator in Colorado for eight years, and you know, as we heard from a lot of these uh, legislators back in July at our first academy, they have stuff coming at them so quickly, right? They're, they're reacting in many cases to bills that are introduced. I think we heard several times that, uh, you know, the, a common refrain was, we don't want to do the wrong thing. We don't want to adopt or uh, pass the wrong policy here. So I think you're right, sort of getting out of the state houses, getting to a neutral place, getting to a place where there's a Chatham House rule conversation, where there's no attribution, and deep diving on one issue, um, you know, was really was really effective, and I think the folks really appreciated it. So these were mostly energy legislators, we should say that. We had yeah. 25 legislators. Actually, leaders uh, in, their, in their various legislatures. We had 17 chairs or co-chairs of energy committees mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, was it 15 different states? 15 states. And uh, and so it was real. It was a real opportunity for these folks who are dealing with these issues every day in their in their own little world to sort of uh, talk with others that are that are engaged in that same kind of thing. And one of the other things that that uh, we did at this academy was we brought in national experts mm-hmm. in specific areas of energy policy. And one of the reasons we wanted to do that is because there are a lot of different dynamics, different things happening all over the country. And these are folks that have dealt with a variety of states. And so they have an opportunity to talk directly with the legislators. And legislators mostly hear from people within their state that are operating just Lobbyists, in their state. Right? Yeah. Lobbyists and advocates and things that right. are just really operating within their state. So this gave them an opportunity to talk to experts that are operating in a variety of states. Yeah, and I thought what was really interesting, too, was when we did a roundtable and just let the legislators interact with one another. 
and talk about some of the barriers and some of the challenges that they're having. And you sort of hear around the room, oh, that's the same thing that's happening in our state, only a little different, you know. And, and there was a lot of sort of uh, parallel evolution going on. Um, so the point of this, though, was to really sort of start we, you and I gave, uh, what was it, a 10-hour presentation? It felt like it was a 10-hour presentation <laughs> on everything, right? So we, we Sort of sort of a background or, yeah. you know, what are some of the changing dynamics uh, within the energy world? Because it's not, it's not the same as, uh, as it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, but the focus was on four areas. And I think what we're sort of the model here is we're trying to kind of help legislators, policymakers narrow down an issue area where there's a gap in their state, and we know where those gaps are th- uh, through the Spot for Clean Energy, one of our databases. We see all the introduced legislation through AEL Tracker, which we track. Um, and as we know, 90% of introduced energy legislation doesn't make it to a governor's desk. Um, and so the point here is to sort of uh, inform as much as we can these policymakers on where the gaps are in their states. So we had, help me out here, we had uh, electrifying the transportation sector as an issue area. We had clean energy finance. Energy storage and grid modernization. Right. And, you know, one of the reasons that we chose those four areas is they're all areas that are very much in a dynamic state. They're changing very rapidly as innovations and technologies are, are changing and contributing to the energy sector, uh, these are areas that are really ripe issues for policymakers to be looking at various different policies that can Mm -hmm. um, accelerate that transition or or facilitate that transition to a more modern, cleaner uh, grid. Yeah, I guess happily we did not have a breakout session on net metering or uh, even RPS policies, which is, I think there's sort of a um, a, a general sense that we're sort of going beyond into a new generation of policy. And so those are the, if you're reading the industry trade pubs, you know, those are the types of areas, those four areas, where there's a lot of area or opportunity for innovation right now. That's sort of a brand new, you think about storage, still relatively few states have storage policies, for example. And so without boring our audience about talking about a meeting, and that's not what we're trying to do here, but but just to sort of uh, convey that we've done this and why we've done it and, and what we're what we're helping you know states do. We're we're now planning for this podcast is recorded in the middle of August. We're now planning planning for a follow up meeting in September uh, with staff. Right, we're going to bring the staff of those legislators back to Breckenridge. We'll have a few legislators return. Um, many legislators do not have energy staff. I thought that was interesting, uh, but they they. Nearly all, as I can tell, um, have committee staff. So we'll be bringing back committee staff. This is going to be bipartisan, as it was in July, right? We had uh, seven Republicans and uh, 18 Democrats were ever, you know, angling for a, a, a better balance and, and using all of our resources to bring, you know, a bipartisan group together. But I think what's what's really interesting is that uh, it's it's such a mix. You know, some legislators are, <clears throat> they do all the work themselves on a variety of issues and have basically zero staff to uh, more of the, full, the full-time year-round legislators um, that uh, have 
large staffs, you know, and sort of choosing who to send and uh, various people within an office working on a given issue area. And so, but that's the, that's the construct, that's the backdrop against which all this legislative clean energy policy, you know, is introduced and, and moves. And so we have to sort of think about what resources these states have at their disposal and, and where they need, might need support. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I was really encouraged by was the, the way in which uh, all of the participants, regardless of party, really engaged. It was very much a, a nonpartisan discussion. And yeah. as you might imagine, a lot of these issues are really... They don't line up with, you know, some sort of preconceived notion of where a party might be. I mean, this is all about really technological innovation, um, you know, management of, of, a, of a large, complex system, and how some of those, uh, the, the concerns that, frankly, everybody has, whether it's data privacy or, um, you know, efficiency and, and, and uh, helping um, helping technologies to work more effectively um, and serving, you know, people getting service more, more uh, effectively and, and, uh, and reliably. So these are all things that I think everybody's concerned about. And we did have, uh, in addition to the experts that came and participated on policy, we had some really great speakers. Um, you know, one, we, we had evening salons, uh, one focused on um, on security, on, uh, on national security, national and security energy. and energy, which is a really interesting topic, um, and uh, another one was on utility business models. We had Anne Promagiore from uh, Promagiore, Promagiore from uh, from ComEd, the CEO, the CEO of, ComEd. of ComEd. Yeah, she was fantastic. Really, really yeah. gave a, a a fantastic look at how utilities are starting to view their role and mm-hmm. and how. Uh, it's changing really mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also had the Conservative Energy Network uh, that talked a little bit about how they're approaching an issue that has been uh, in the past sometimes really divided up- among party lines and how they're trying to to uh, break through those barriers from a conservative standpoint. Yeah, Larry Ward uh, from Michigan and uh, Mark Fleming from North Carolina, both in the f- family of the Conservative Energy Network, uh, the Michigan Conservative Energy Forum and Conservatives for Clean Energy, if I think I'm getting that right, they were fantastic in talking about sort of the the words we use and, and why the words that we use are so important, that we should talk about innovation, uh, that we should talk about infrastructure, and and that, you know, clean energy is, is, is cost-effective. And so uh, w- we need to reach people where they are, <clears throat> and that sort of that lens for these issues uh, is really powerful. And so uh, so moving forward, we're going to bring the staff back together in September. Uh, we're going to deep dive into one of those issue areas. So we're sort of funneling things down here. Each of the each of the staff or legislators are going to look at one of those areas, although we're going to represent all of them there. Right. Um, and uh, and the hope is that they'll be able to really take go from from, uh, you know, four different areas that they're looking at in the first session down to one area down to really what is the most effective policy that might be able to be implemented within that area for their state. It's really uh, driven by the legislator, by the challenges that they're facing in their state 
and, um, and trying to help them come up with uh, innovative policy solutions. Yeah, and I think to really help them sort of send them home with, as you say, a bulleted list of key components within a given area, say energy storage, what are the top five things you know, that any state needs to promote an energy storage standard? What do we have? What don't we have? Who are the experts? What are the reports? You know, really kind of a, um, a compendium of information on that specific policy area. Because it's, I think it's easy to fall into this sort of trap of general information and education about a very broad topic. And then it's really hard to sort of, uh, you know, uh, act on that or convert on that information. And so, so... The September uh, session of the Academy will be our final session for 2017. And, you know, one of the things for folks listening to this to think about are uh, who, who in their state might be good candidates to attend in the 2018 right. uh, session, because we are already starting to recruit uh, legislators to participate in the 2018 uh, session, which we think is going to be uh, equally interesting and dynamic and productive. So if you want to find out a little bit more about the Academy, you can go to our website, cnee.colostate.edu. Um, and on there is a link to all of our various different tools, the legislative ebook, AEL tracker spot, things like that. But also there this is... This podcast. This podcast, but there's also a link to the uh, Legislator Academy. You can also not only find out about all the faculty... And the, and the people who participated, the states that they're from. But you can also see the presentations. Yeah. And we also have state uh, state policy briefs we, we developed for each state that's participating in the academy. It really is a discussion kind of where they are and, and what are some of the policy opportunities that within each of these areas that might be appropriate for that state. So you've been listening to the Energy Policy Podcast, a production of the Center for the New Energy Economy at Colorado State University. I'm your host, Tom Plant. And I'm your co-host, Jeff Ling. Tune in to our next podcast when we do Solar it. Decathlon. Solar Decathlon. It's coming. It's coming to Colorado. Hallelujah. We'll be talking about the Solar Decathlon in the next podcast. Thanks a lot for listening.